Welcome to the Right Brain Music Podcast, presented by Right Brain Records. I'm Scott, and I thank you for joining us. Greetings, and thanks for joining me today. I hope you've been meeting the challenges of 2022 with your usual combination of poise and grace. I'm pleased to welcome back two friends of ours. They are Preetha Narayanan and Tara Franks, two members of the London-based trio Quest Ensemble, featured in episode 15 of this podcast. We're here today to discover a separate duo project of theirs called Balladest. We'll hear their spellbinding music, learn where it comes from, and find out about their new album, Beyond Breath. First, a little background. Tara is a native of England, while Preetha is an American expat. They are both classically trained musicians, Tara on cello and Preetha on violin. They both have vast credits, but they've charted their own paths in a field in which instrumentalists typically stay in their lane. Instead, they've branched out into composition, improvisation, and recording of original music that crosses genres and defies simple labels. Quest Ensemble is a great example of what can happen when we rethink the rules. We talked a lot about the excitement of breaking out of traditional roles in episode 15. Balladest is another branch on their musical tree. Preetha and Tara summarize their project this way. With traces of contemporary minimalism, Indian classical and folk, the duo co-creates compositions that are vibrant and experimental, yet melodic and filmic in quality. Songs without words and a contemporary alt-folk twist. They've also described it as Indo-Baroque. But Balladest is really more than that. It's a demonstration of the power of musical chemistry. These two string players meld together seamlessly as if a single instrument. Let's hear it. collaboration with Quest Ensemble, really an interesting thing to explore, writing our own music and improvising. And then through that, Preetha and I 
We were often found ourselves writing string parts or practicing our string parts or string sounds for that particular project. And so we just started writing some duo stuff because they, I mean, when you play a similar instrument and um, yeah, in a similar instrument family, there's a real understanding. And that just became something that we were really interested in exploring. We work a lot in community settings and in education settings where we try to bring the ethos of how we work in our ensembles with other young musicians. One of the other sparks to us starting to write together was doing a project together. Because I think rocking was kind of also came from a, a project that we were doing in schools. We were kind of able to draw on these multiple tools that we had and do that together. And there's something, yes, that Tara was saying about the shared instrumental language that you get from just like the commonality of the way your instruments work, the way you handle them. Classical sensibilities, but drawing on folk, Indian classical, a whole load. I mean, someone the other day at a concert said they heard some bluegrass in there and a bit of early Brian Eno and a bit of Penguin Cafe Orchestra, which was an amazing description to give. I think sort of subconsciously when you write your own music, that these influences come into the music that sometimes they're quite hard to define when you're in it but it's definitely using improvisation to compose and then having space for improvisation within the compositions. Well, I think it's very much about the two of us. So all the influences that Tara has mentioned are um, traces that have come through our own um, kind of musical journeys and evolution as individuals. And then together, I think, we, we were fascinated by, yeah, that possibility of connecting as two people, but also the possibility of what can bringing our two instruments solely as their acoustic possibilities, the two of us plus our instruments, what can that create? And I'd say that feels to me what our project has been about. in is the kind of the maximum we could do with our two instruments maximum sound we can make but also the minimum so it's kind of extremities in a way connecting back to baroque in indo i think the commonality between those is maybe the modal worlds that they inhabit and because the second album was based on indian devotional songs but again they they kind of got to be filtered through our creative voices um, I think it started to take this broader 
ethos or sound world that started to resonate with influences that we both had from early music and other folk styles and quote-unquote world music. So Tara's had a lot of choral music um, growing up, and I think the sensibilities of song and singing are very resonant to what you might find in Indian devotional singing. In these devotional songs, they're often done call and response. There's no harmonic palette that's built into it, and because we're bridging, in a way, the Indian classical or the Indian devotional world with kind of our Western classical backgrounds, we were able to bring melody with harmony and find those resonances with choral and early music. There is chemistry at the heart of it, but I think it's also just 
many years of investing our time and energy into the details. And I can see the evolution of when we first started playing together to now. And I think it's kind of like people who can finish somebody else's sentence, like we can do that musically. Constantly in creative projects, you need to be able to challenge yourself and we need to be able to push ourselves as a duo to kind of move to the next level. And so within something that's comfortable and and almost free flowing, we still have to kind of set parameters that make us move in ways that challenge us individually and as a duo. I spoke with Preetha and Tara about the improvisational nature of their music and its meditative quality, which seems to bridge East and West. For a start, it's incredibly freeing um, when you start doing that because you 
you explore your sound and your musical voice in a completely different way because you have an ownership over what you're not only what you're interpreting but what you're creating so you've got like a dialogue between what well, if it's in a ensemble you've got a dialogue between you and the person you're working with or the people you're working with you've got the kind of space that's created in the middle and the sound world that you create together there's just multiple layers which which allows you to get into the sound in a different way the eastern orientation the baroque orientation i think those the modal languages have a kind of sensibility that moves i would say in a reflective meditative style but that being said i mean a lot of we get a lot of comments at our music's film filmic and cinematic and um and i think it's just our sensibility as well we're drawn towards making music that will resonate with a listener will resonate with us that we like to hear um and we can push our boundaries within that but we we don't shy away from melodies and something that set a more reflective tone Thank you. 
I sang a lot of devotional music when I was growing up because of my mom. And my relationship to those tunes and those melodies changed over time because I, I think as a, a young person, you kind of take your environment for granted. Maybe, especially as an Indian American, sometimes I even pushed it away. I was like, I don't really want to be doing this. I'm an American child. But then as I got older and I got more interested in Indian music, I realized how, how beautiful these melodies were. And at some point, I brought one of the songs that I really love to Tara. And that particular one stays quite um, inherent, like the tune is kept. Um, we're, we're, we have a lot of integrity to the tune, into the whole tune. But Tara um, added really beautiful harmonies to it, you know, a bass, pits line, and chords, and kind of recreated the the tambura or the drone and a simple tune but it was very a, a very exciting experience for us to just put that and to see how listeners responded to it so that being the starting point um, we decided to write a whole set of compositions based on various tunes and so I brought different songs to Tara and I think we we kind of chose the ones that we felt like we could kind of go on a an experience with an exploration of and some of them are kept as full melodies maybe with a new harmonization um, some are just fragments of the melodies and then we take it into a new place we were exploring texture but then it was up to us to see what direction we wanted to take them in So just to say on that newer album, Beyond Breath, definitely to come back to this idea with we in the process of also working on these, taking some of these devotional melodies, we'd also composed a few tracks in our usual way from just bringing starting points. But they all play with this idea of, I suppose it's this sacred space and this sense of like breath and something about intimacy and, and creating a, a space for a, reflection. Yeah, space for reflection. We've had a kind of quite regular and very varied kind of platform for performance. We we did a, a live stream in this quite um, glamorous concert hall, like right when we came back after having not seen each other for six months. And then since then, we've done some radio live interviews and plays and um, performances there. And then, yeah, I, I feel like we have the flexibility and versatility and the desire to be able to take our music to very different settings and different people. So it has been in more kind of formal performance contexts and chapels and kind of classical settings, but we've also played in pubs and outdoor spaces and gardens and I don't know, where else, Tara? Yeah, it's very, very varied. And I think that's something we we enjoy bringing our music into a variety of contexts what i mean to see again what kind of space you can create with the sound but also just because a lot of the time you there might be audience there who wouldn't necessarily go oh i'm gonna go and see a cello and violin duo 
moving forward, we're doing a residency soon where we're going to focus purely on our improvisational process and then bringing that into a space as a whole performance. been listening to Preetha and Tara of Balladest. Their beautiful combination of musical influences reminds me how powerful letting go of preconceptions can be. Learn more about them, see a playlist for this program, and link to their new album Beyond Breath in the blog article for this episode at rightbrainrecords.com slash blog. Thank you.
You've been listening to the Right Brain Music Podcast, presented by Right Brain Records. You can visit us at rightbrainrecords.com. Farewell for now. Join us next time.